It was pretty important. Let me give you a couple of examples of when he said this. Um, in Matthew 4.19, he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Okay, so why would we want to follow him? Well, make us fishers of men. What does that mean? Good question. Matthew 8.22, and he said, follow me. Leave the dead, um, leave the dead to bury their own dead. And I'll always forget about that and follow me. Big statement. In Matthew 9, 9, he called, um, he calls Matthew, the tax collector. And uh, he said, saw him sitting there in his tax booth and he says, uh, come and follow me. And Matthew just gives up everything and goes, follow him, follows him. In Matthew 10, that... Also, 
Christ Christ. I might want you to speak your own tongue. Let's just let it all together. Um, we finish preaching. Let's let it all together. We need to try to put this conversation down on what Jesus said all the time. Um, even when he says, pray continuously. Thing I remember from that 
whatever it was, a year of religious study, was the Lord's Prayer. This prayer. Anything I would do. And the prayer is gone up from 10 years old. And for whatever reason, it's the one piece of scripture that I still remember over and over again. I got feeding to me every week for, for a year with my mum. Bless her heart. And so one day I read it, and I put it up here in the, um, this is the NLT. Whenever I read it, I keep thinking of these and the eyes and our Father who art in heaven. I always wonder why he did art in heaven. But why was he doing art in heaven? Seriously, as a 10-year-old, that's kind of where I was at. That's that's the King James or Apple King 16 or whatever you remember it was, or something like that. That's the way they spoke. You don't speak like that anymore. Just have good translation for how we speak. And it goes like this. Today, the food we need, forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. And if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to give others, your Father will not give you your heart. Each of you, I'm not a 
really lovely people. You have made some decisions that follow him. At some point in your life, you came to a point that you said, I acknowledge that God is indeed the creator of the universe and that he um, showed himself to us through his son. And then he came and lived and died 2,000 years ago. He was God incarnated among us and that he lives in us today through the Holy Spirit. Since you have made that decision and if you haven't, I'm going to chat with us later and talk about that. However you got there, however you made that decision, and we've all come to that in different places, to be clear, you didn't do it on your own. God called you. God called each of us and gave each of us a, a calling that we had to either acknowledge and accept or walk away from. But He called us, called us to be sure. So to say, hey, Thank you. 
secondly, and thirdly, sorry, to Ephesians 2, give us today our uh, old King James of the Gulag Holy Bread. I don't believe that means giving up food for giving up other food today. I think it's, it means way more than that. I think it means, please, Lord, I acknowledge you're holy. You know what I need, but for punishment for what I think I need, again, acknowledge this is holiness, and what I'm asking for is all the things that I need to sustain me in this earth right now. And yes, it's food, and yes, it's water, and it's shelter, and it's clothing, and warmth, but it's also friendship. It's also peace. It's also mental health, the ability to sense that peace, to feel that I am progressing through my life. It's, it's all of these things. It's hope, it's courage, it's faith, it's grace, it's love. Give me the ability to love one another. Give me the ability to love others. The daily bread is something for daily. Lord, you're it. You're the supplier of all of these things. Please give these things to me daily. Fourth step there, the fourth part of that is that acknowledging that I mess up. I mess up daily. I mess up hours. I mess up mountains. And I acknowledge that I am way, way less than perfect. And please forgive me for those. And also acknowledge that there's others that are less than perfect and they're hurting me. And they do things that make me want to upset me. That and I, I want to give them as well. And knowing that when we go into that in our life, we are constantly facing temptations, facing more temptations to mess up again. Every day, every hour, every minute, there's a temptation coming our way to mess up. And it, and it, and it hurts one another. It hurts me, it hurts you. We hurt one another in doing that. So it's a, it's a question of, can I, or is this? Forgive me for my mistakes. I'm going to forgive others for their mistakes. Help me not to be tempted. And yes, I am going to be tempted. And yes, I'm going to make mistakes. But please help me not to do that. And then as you do that, then the Father forgives you. And you start to feel that connection to Him. Follow me is about. Putting that connection back where the separation was before. If you want, if you want the summary of the gospel in one word, it's this: we are separated from God, and the way to be connected back to Him is through Jesus Christ. And if I'm going to follow Him, let's have a conversation with Him. And here's a prayer on how you can do it. Is that a good summary?